I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you. Jesus came to the earth legally. Died on the cross, rose in three days just for me. Well, not just for me, did it for everybody. Only thing our Father is asking for you to believe. I believe, yes, 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 I do. And I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, yeah, to and every day. we gonna talk about a few things today. Uh, I got a bunch of letters in my email this afternoon and um, I put them together and we're going to talk about it. So one letter is uh, explained to me about baptism and what do you believe in baptism? So I'm going to tell you what the Lutherans believe about baptism and that's what I believe also is um, and we're going to do it from the Bible, biblically. No doctrine of the Bible is more disputed and debated than baptism. There are many within the Protestant tradition who hold baptism as nothing more than a sign and a profession of faith. And yet others who hold baptism to be an outward sign of an inward grace that has... Um, already been given yet the bible says something very different about baptism and i'm going to explain to you what the bible says now let's go over it acts 2 and 38 and 22 and 16 um i don't have time to read it but you can write it down and go back and look at it or you can look at it right now and those tell you about is being grants forgiveness of sins so when you get baptized it's, it's giving you forgiveness of your sins and also Romans 6 and 4 Colossians 2 and 12 it buries us with Christ um, Galatians 3 and 27 it applies Christ to us the baptism also, John 3 and 5, Acts 2 and 38, Titus 3 and 4 and 5 gives us the Holy Spirit. A lot of people didn't know that, that when you get baptized, you receive the Holy Spirit. Um, and also, it's God's work and it's not ours. Ephesians 5 and 25, Titus 3 and 4 and 5. John 3 and 5 is necessary for salvation, but not absolutely necessary mark 16 and 16 and mark 16 and 16 says it saves us and first peter 3 and 21 it states that baptism saves us okay now let's clear up some misinterpretations around these verses and others and also show from the Bible that baptism is more than what popular Christianity teaches. All right. Evangelicals 
deny baptismal regeneration, saying that we are saved by grace alone through faith alone and not by works. Yet they don't understand that baptism is not our first act of obedience or profession of faith which isn't in scripture nowhere we read in ephesians 4 and 25 and through 27 it says husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. So you heard that? By the washing of the water with the word. See, Christ has cleansed the church and now the church is holy. But what cleansing is this? This cleansing is baptism. The washing of the water with the word is baptism. In baptism, we are immersed or have water poured on our heads. While the Trinitarian formula is said, Christ is the one doing the baptism. It is his work, not ours. Through the office of the ministry, Christ is cleansing us and applying his merits to us. Hmm. We've seen from the scripture that baptism is necessary for salvation and gives us all the promises of salvation and eternal life and is therefore the center of the Christian life. We must also understand that baptism is God's work, not ours. I leave with you a quote from the book of Concord. You ready? Faith must have something which is is to believe something of which it may take hold and upon which it can stand and rest thus faith clings to the water and believes that in baptism is pure salvation and life not in the water as we have said plainly enough but in the word and the institution of god incorporated therein and the name of god which inherits in it if i believe this what else is there but believing in God and in him who has given and set his word in this ordinance and proposes to us this external element wherein we may apprehend such a treasure? That's in 489 of the large catechism. So in Acts 2.38, Peter is clearly stating that in baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit. This makes sense of what Jesus meant when he said, born of water and the Spirit. Another example, which is commonly used to prove that Calvinistic regeneration is Titus 3 and 4 and 5. It says, which caused baptism, the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit. The church for over 1500 years has always understood this verse as referring to baptism. The new Calvinistic interpretation, however, is but a few hundred years old. The Lutheran and Angelical Church still maintains this biblical view of the Spirit being received at 
baptism. Calvinistic and Baptists alike would be sure to counter what I've said with well these verses are speaking of spiritual baptism which is not the same as water baptism wait wait what I say to them is that according to Ephesians 4 and 5 there is one baptism not two okay not three but one baptism in water and spirit John 3 and 5 now the Calvinists would assert that Christ himself and John the Baptist said the baptism of the Holy Spirit exists but they neglect to understand that the baptism of fire and of the Holy Spirit happened at Pentecost when tongues of fire descended upon the apostles okay another verse in agreement with this doctrine is Colossians 2 and 12 it says having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the power working of God who raised him from the dead a, fa a false dare I say heretical misinterpretation of these verses comes from the Baptist verses where they say they call themselves Baptists yet they deny the grace of baptism is that this verse there saying that baptism merely represents being buried with Christ while baptism surely does represent being buried with Christ it actually is being buried with Christ the verse does not say you were symbolically buried with him in baptism or we were symbolically buried with him in baptism they rather say we were buried with him that we did die with him and that we did rise with him the conclusion is simple if Christ's death saves us and in baptism we are baptized into that atoning death then baptism saves forgiveness of sin gives the spirit and gives us new life not because of the water itself nah but because of the promise and atonement God has connected to the water of baptism baptism is necessary for salvation but the question is why are we not saved by faith alone well yes but baptism isn't our work it's God's work and God's works are necessary for salvation why is baptism necessary because it grants forgiveness of sin Acts 2 and 38 buries us with Christ Romans 6 and 4 applies Christ to us Galatians 3 and 27 gives us the Holy Spirit John 3 and 5 Acts 2 and 38 and Titus 3 and 4 and 5 since baptism does all these things which are necessary for our salvation we see it itself it's also necessary for salvation but what about those who cannot be baptized one may ask are they not saved the answer is yes and no <laughs> they may be saved if the reason they've not been baptized is because they physically couldn't but a man is sure to be damned if he knows baptism is such a valuable treasure but despises it and does not want it at all even if he is physically able to 
This man does not trust the promises of God, even hates God's promises. It is not lack of the sacraments that damns, but contempt for the sacraments. You get that? There are many. You know what? I can't keep going right now. I think I went over my mark. Um, this is gonna be baptism saves part one, and um, come back in a few moments. I'm gonna have baptism saves part two coming. All right, love you all and peace. No, you know what? Let's pray, Father God. Thank you for baptism. Thank you for the Lord's supper. Thank you for coming down and 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 sharing your your sacraments with us and sharing your your ways with us. We love you and we, we, we promise to, to continue to stay in your word, even though we may sin. But Father God, we, we, we really don't want to sin, but it's in our nature. God, and we, 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 we love you and we, we really want to stay with you for eternity. We want to get this sin up off of us for good, Father God. And I know it's not going to happen until you give us that new body, but Father God, that's why we say, come Lord Jesus, we're ready, we're ready for you, Father God, and I hope that everybody under the sound of my voice is either ready or getting ready so that they can meet Jesus, because the day's coming really, really soon, and we're waiting for you, your kingdom come, thou shall be done on earth as it is in heaven, oh Lord, I love you in Jesus' name, amen. I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you. Jesus came to the earth legally, died on the cross, rose in three days, just for me, will not just for me, did it for everybody, only thing our father is asking for you to believe, I believe, yes, yes, yes I do, and I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, Father God, yeah, yeah, I praise you, yeah, to 